All right, and the question of the day. 45-year-old male presents to the emergency department with a two-week history of progressive weakness starting in the lower extremities and ascending to the upper limbs. He reports a preceding GI infection, gastrointestinal infection, three weeks prior. On exam, he exhibits symmetrical muscle weakness, a reflexia, and mild sensory disturbances in the lower extremities. There is no evidence of fever or, or cranial nerve involvement. What is the most likely diagnosis here? Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, B, Guillain-Barre syndrome, C, multiple sclerosis, or D, myasthenia gravis. <clears throat> and the answer is Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre syndrome, or GBS, is characterized by the key features presented in the question. Progressive, symmetrical muscle weakness that often begins in the lower extremities and then ascends, or ascending paralysis. Two, a reflexia. And three, a history of preceding infection that can be respiratory or gastrointestinal, suggesting post-infectious autoimmune mechanism. Mild sensory disturbances can also occur, but the primary presentation is motor weakness. Now, why not the other choices? Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS, is a progressive neurodegenerative disease affecting the motor neurons, leading to muscle weakness, atrophy, and eventually respiratory failure. Like GBS, ALS does not typically present, unlike GBS, ALS does not typically present with a rapid onset of symptoms or a history of preceding infection. Sensory functions are also preserved in ALS. Multiple sclerosis. MS is a chronic autoimmune disease of the central nervous system characterized by episodes of neurological deficits separated in time and space, often with sensory disturbances, visual problems, and possible relapse, relapses and remissions. The acute ascending paralysis described does not fit the typical presentation of, of multiple sclerosis. And then myasthenia gravis. MG is an autoimmune disorder characterized by muscle weakness that worsens with activity and improves with rest, most notably affecting the ocular and facial muscles initially. The pattern of weakness in myasthenia gravis is not ascending and does not typically start in the lower limbs, distinguishing it from the presentation of GBS. Now, let's get to the first stage. This is, I put this in, I labeled this in purple. <laughs> I actually posted it in green. Green is my general dentistry colors for the questions of the day. Purple is oral surgery. And so purple, I had to re, I initially posted it in green on, on my personal Instagram, had to go back and switch to purple, just, I don't know, for fun, wasted, wasted my time. But nonetheless, if this is going to be a oral surgery question, it's because this is a topic seen on the CBSC. So let's go to first aid, the USMLE first aid study book. Campylobacter jejuni, it's a gram negative comma or S shaped uh, bacteria with polar flagella seen in the figure there. It's oxidase positive and it grows at 42 degrees Celsius. Okay. The major cause of, of bloody diarrhea, especially in children, it has fecal oral transmission through person to person contact or via ingestion of undercooked contaminated poultry or meat or unpasteurized milk contact with infected animals, such as cats, dogs, pigs, is also a risk factor. Common antecedent to Guillain-Barre syndrome and reactive arthritis. So Campylobacter jejuni can be seen associated commonly with Guillain-Barre syndrome. Uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome uh, can, can injure Schwann cells, 
of the central nervous system, causing de, uh, demyelination of the Swan, Schwann's cells. It causes Guillain-Barre causes inflammatory infiltrate in the endoneurium. The endoneurium is the very innermost portion of the peripheral nerve, and it, it which invests single nerve fiber layers. Next would be the acute inflammatory demyelinating polyradiculopathy. It's, this is the most common subtype of Guillain-Barre syndrome. It's an autoimmune condition that destroys Schwann cells, like I said prior. It causes inflammation and demyelination of peripheral nerves and motor fibers. It results in symmetric, symmetric ascending muscle weakness or paralysis and depressed tendon reflexes beginning in lower extremities. Facial paralysis occurs in 50% of the cases. So patients with Bell's palsy or Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, initially it's important, obviously, you know, you got to get the antibodies, the blood test done to, to detect if you have the antibodies or not. That, that's going to distinguish basically right away whether it is Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, if it is Bell's palsy, Guillain-Barre, but one of the, in, the initial things you need to determine is if it, if it is Bell's palsy. Is this Guillain-Barre syndrome or is it just Bell's palsy? Um, may see autoimmune dysregulations, for example, cardiac irregularities, hypertension, hypotension, or sensory abnormalities. Almost all patients survive. The majority recover completely after weeks to months. Um, in acute inflammatory demyelinating polyradiculopathy, there's an increase in CSF protein with a normal cell count. This is called albin albino albuminocytologic dissociation. Um, there's an increase in protein that may cause papilledema. Again, the associated infections, such as Campylobacter or Dejuni, or viral, can cause autoimmune attack of peripheral myelin due to molecular mimicry, inoculations, inoculations such as the flu vaccine, and stress, but no definitive link to pathogens. Respiratory support is critical until recovery. Additional treatment may be plasmapheresis, IV immunoglobulins. There's no role for steroids as far as what this passage says. All right, friends, time to get to it. I still got to do that workout. Wishing you a great day ahead. Let's get it.